street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Another time. Well, I'm Anthony, and I hope to see you later. Thank you. Okay. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? All right. Good. I believe most of the trails are closed, except two. How come? Water. Water? Because of the rain. Okay. They're muddy, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've been here many, many, many years ago. It's a beautiful place. Okay, so yeah, there's just those two. I'm not. I don't work with the park, just so you know. But okay. I don't know if you're interested. But I have short five-minute chats with strangers, okay. <laughs> uh, and I time it for five just to respect your time. Okay. Can I interview you? Would you yeah. be willing to let me re record it and all that? Okay. Okay. Thank you. The neat thing about these talks is that they can be about anything you want. All right. Something that you really think is true. God, karma, magic, ghosts. Do you have any special uh, super superpowers or anything like that? No. Okay. Do you want to just have like a short chat to short identify chat. something? Okay. My name's Anthony. What is Anthony, your? Anthony. My name's Larry. Very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. With all that being said, is there a particular belief that you're absolutely sure is true, is real, that we can unpack together? I suspect this is heading towards God, some, somewhere. We can go wherever you want. Okay, well, we, won't, we don't want to go to the devil, so we'll... <laughs> Do you believe in the devil, too? I believe there's evil around us yet. Okay. Does the God belief impact the behaviors that you carry out on a daily basis? Yeah, possibly so. Okay. Let's, let's unpack why Larry thinks that a God exists. Well, you just look around. This just didn't happen, I don't think. Is that the main reason why you believe a God exists? Because when you look around... Well, some... No, no, it's probably drilled into me in Catholic school, too, but, <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. How confident would you say you are, Larry, on a scale from 0 to 100, that the God exists? If 100 is, all I have is confidence, there's absolutely no doubt. Oh, I have doubt. I where, have doubt. Where on that scale do you think you put yourself? Uh, between 15 and 75%. I appreciate your honesty. Because I find that a lot of people will instinctively give a high number because I think maybe there's some social pressures to do so. But, um, I, okay. <laughs> well, the more honest that you continue to be during this conversation, the better it goes. Okay. All right, 50 to 100. 50 to 75. I misspoke. 50 yeah. to se I wrote down 75. I don't know why right. I said 100. Okay. 50 to 75. Right. That's still fairly high on the scale. It's not a 2. So besides looking around, 
what are the reasons why you would put yourself so high on the confidence that a God exists? Well, no, I've really never thought about it, but thinking about it, it, it has to go back to if you believe that there was a guy named Christ around and that he was the Son of God, if you believe that, which I do, then you have to assume that there is a God. So because you believe in Christ, and you've had that belief for a long time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can put yourself so high on the confidence. You mentioned something earlier that you don't think you've ever been asked that question. Why no. you believe it. No, I don't think I ever have been. I, no, I haven't. When you look back at your life, yeah. is this a question that you think would have been nice if somebody asked you when you were 18? Uh, I probably at 18 would have told them to go jump in the lake. And we wouldn't be having this talk. Is that your way of saying like you're a much different person today? Than... Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. I'm 77. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's look back at the last 77 years of Larry's life. And you said that you believed in Christ from a very young age. Is that right? Well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so if no, that isn't what no. you're saying. Well, it's, I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Catholic University, too. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it's... But when you get older and start looking around and I still believe in, in, in a God and a supreme being and Jesus but I necessarily don't agree with all the teachings of the church. Gotcha. When I have these talks I'm not so much interested in what the, the specific religion teaches or the controversies or anything like that. I'm really more interested in your your confidence that the God exists. And you mentioned being taught it, like you know, Catholic school and even Catholic university. Yeah, and and classes and, and you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that if you were raised in a completely different family that sent you to classes to believe in Allah, and then you went to well, university? Well, I don't think there's much difference between Mohammed and Jesus and all these faiths that have somebody at their head. I think they're just different forms of what they think is a God. Let me use a, a more extreme example. You were raised to believe in the Hindu gods, Ganapati, Vishnu, and which I Krishna. know nothing about. Right, right. But let's say that you were exposed to that as a kid. You went to school. You were taught it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you would be getting interviewed on a trail and <laughs> it, telling somebody that you were fifty to seventy-five percent sure the Hindu gods exist? I have no clue. <laughs> no clue at all. Uh, but 
I think, assuming that I evolve the same way, yes. Yeah, I have to, I have to think we'd be having the same, same talk. How does that make you feel, Larry, when you reflect back on the belief that you've held for so long? And this discovery that if you were taught something completely different, you would probably be believing in a completely different God. That's hard to, that's hard to comprehend, I think. I, uh, I think I still would have, well, I, I mean, say I was brought up Baptist, or, or is that not different enough? I kind of like to use an extreme example to help illustrate the point. Let's say that you, let's say that you were exposed to Ganapati and Vishnu and, and Krishna as the main gods. Which I know nothing about. Right, but if you were exposed to it and you were, you went to I school. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know. Our time's up. Our time is up. I've held you for too long. Can I, I, give... I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you think Trump's going to win? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> it just, just means a yes, no. <laughs> I think so. Oh, shit. Yeah. What do you think? No, I hope. I hope no, you didn't ask me if I hope. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. I think. But I think he will. I think he will because the opponent is doomed not to be present. Up here. All right. It was really nice chatting with you. Have a great walk. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.